Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. G'day team, it's me, your host, Bran. And uh, I want to thank everyone for the great feedback on Dave Grosman's podcast that was released on the weekend, thanks to all the messages. I'm glad you all got a lot out of it, as did I, so thanks for that. And you know, I thought I would release a midweek podcast to help everyone with their boredom this week. Um, but also because of some of the questions that I had around one of the things that I said, which was weaponizing emotional intelligence. And, you know, I talked a bit with Dave about authenticity and humility and caring for your subordinates. I don't like using the term subordinates, but it's the best way to describe it. And um, I thought I'd just take a moment to talk to you all about humility and the reason that I decided that I would do that. Let me set the scene for you. This morning I was walking along the coast between Scarborough and City Beach and I saw Nat Fife. And for those of you who don't know who Nat Fife is, he's the captain of the Fremantle Dockers. So he's walking along. People are running towards him and realising that it's him. And they're sort of freaking out a little bit, like, oh, oh, God, it's Nat Fife. And saying hello to him and runners going past and high-five him, you know, high-fiving him. Um, <laughs> no social distancing when they see a superstar. Now, listen, he grew up in Perth. He, he's a great speaker when you see him on TV. He's a great athlete and he's a really good coach and mentor to the younger guys in his football team. And he's a superstar and yet you see him walk along and he is accessible and he is humble. Now think about yourself, if you grew up in your hometown, you came back here and you're a superstar, would you be as humble as that? You know, I have to say, I think the AFL is getting it right with the way that they're teaching these young guys leadership. And I want to talk a little bit about humility and I have this saying around humility and anyone who's listened to my podcast has no doubt heard me say it before. You can't get fat eating humble pie. You can't get fat eating humble pie. So what exactly do I mean by that? Right, well, as a leader, I found humility to be a really powerful resource when it came to motivating my own subordinates. Again, there's that word, but someone give me a better word for people who are in your team that are working for you. Team members? It was actually on my first deployment as an operations officer of a commando company that I realised that soldiers responded better when I could stand in front of them and say I'd made a mistake or that they were right and let's just go with their plan or that thing or whatever it was. Yep, you're right. 
Let's do that. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Great idea. Let's do this. And it's all about diversity of thought. I'll get to that in a moment. I also learned at around the same time not to have an emotional attachment to any plan or to any strategy that I'd come up with. Not to have an emotional attachment to a way of doing things because chances are there's someone out there with a better idea or an opinion that actually is more learned than your own and ultimately together you all come up with a better plan. So if you as a leader have an emotional attachment to the plan that you're presenting, you're already coming at it to a position of bias that you can't pull back from so you can't be humble. So not being emotionally attached in the first instance helps you to be more humble. Humility is actually a really great tool when it comes to creating a safe environment for people to collaborate, bring all their experiences in together to solve a problem. Yeah, I can feel the cringing coming around all of your uh, earphones um, because I've used the word safe environment because it conjures up these sort of extreme left-wing views of the world. But I do think that we need to concern ourselves with creating a safe environment because a safe environment allows diversity of thought to take place. It allows you to let other people with opinions have their say so they're not bullied. There's a level of safety when it comes to sharing your opinions in a safe environment, right? You can share your experiences and only the humble leader can create this sort of high watermark, can create this environment where that diversity of thought can flourish, The idea is that it's not bad for you to show some humility. I learnt this a little bit later in my career. Actually, it was Tim Curtis, um, who was an officer that came to the commando regiment from the Special Air Service Regiment to raise the counter-terrorist capability. Himself and Ben Pronk have a podcast called Unforgiving 60, so go and check that out. One of the things he used to say was to be humble in defeat and gracious in victory. Humble in defeat and gracious in victory. I think that pretty much sums up Nat Fife, actually. The other thing he used to say was that life is a daily renewable contract. Now, I throw that in the front cover of a lot of my Matt Ricks military fiction books because that character personifies that life is a daily renewable contract. As long as you get up the next day, then it doesn't matter what happened yesterday. It's today that counts. It's a daily renewable contract. As long as you're alive, you can be better. As long as you're alive, you can make better decisions. As long as you're alive, it doesn't matter what happened yesterday, you can focus on the new you the next day. Both of these sayings, humble in defeat, gracious in victory, life is a daily renewable contract, both of these sayings have helped shape the person that I am today. They both speak of a type of inner strength perhaps even stoicism. It might surprise some of you to know that life has not been easy for me at every step of the way and that I too have had to look inner and find a strength for things. You know, don't believe everything you see in social media, right? So everything everything that I am today, especially in the last decade and a half, has come from those two sayings. Humility. They speak about humility, I think. 
let me explain a little bit about what humility actually is, all right? It's all about how you view your own importance in the grand scheme of things. It's how you respond to being right, of course, as well as how you respond to being wrong. Actually, how people respond to being wrong gives me a really good indication of the type of person that I'm dealing with. If they throw their toys out of the pram, suffice to say they probably have a higher regard for themselves than the situation itself. Now, don't get me wrong, I do judge people on how they respond to not winning or to not being right. But actually, it's how people respond when they are absolutely wrong that gives me the best indication of what that person's like. And let me explain for a moment what humility is not. It's not self-deprecation, right? It's not being submissive. In fact, on those days when I'm eating absolute lashings of humble pie, I find that it's actually a position of power. Acknowledging that I was wrong about something often catches people off guard. Now, it's not letting people win for no reason. It's showing them that you're authentic and that you are self-aware. Having humility means that you know you make mistakes and other people can see you forgiving yourself for making that mistake in that moment and they then understand that you will forgive them if they make a mistake. When people know that they can make mistakes and you will forgive them for those mistakes, especially in that team construct, they'll be braver about experimenting for better solutions. And as a leader, this is a great outcome. You want teams that are brave and innovative. High-performing leader builds a high-performing culture, which builds a high-performing team. You can't have any of that if the leader isn't humble. Take my word for it. Alrighty, gang. Just thought I would share a little bit of a knowledge nugget for this week. And I've got Rabia Sadiq coming up this weekend on the Warrior U podcast. She's got a fascinating story. If you got anything out of today's little knowledge nugget, please leave me a review on iTunes. They all help. And um, yeah, that's about it. Remember, live a life worth living. Hey, listen, if you're still listening to this podcast, you're in a very select group of people who are the end of podcast group listening group team. Um, In which case, if you mention that you're in that team when you write a review, I will pick one of you to send a t-shirt to this week. That's it. Catch you later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 